Jay has entered the cycle. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? This is J-Man, just stopping by, giving a little cameo. I just want to let you guys know why there wasn't an episode last week. Because we went on a buy for Thanksgiving, and the week before that, that episode wasn't really all that good. So, we're taking it up from the top. We're going to go ahead and talk about week 12 going into week 13. So, take it away, intro! You're listening to The Cyclone on J360 Radio. With your hosts, Alan, Dev, and Mark. Alan has heard The Cyclone. This is Alan right here by my side. This is Mark. How are you guys doing tonight? So, got to talk about some football stuff. Let's start with this. What is the chances of the New York Jets head coach, Todd Bowles, being fired by the NFC? They're saying that the that it's pretty much 100% guaranteed. What do you think? What do I think? I mean, been surprised before. I mean, the Browns kept Hugh Jackson until the middle of this season. So, I mean. Don't get me started. <laughs> just saying sometimes you think a coach should be fired and they keep their job anyway and then sometimes you think a coach should keep their job and they get fired anyway so if i had to predict on his record and how he's kind of digressed over the seasons i would say yeah i would i would say there's a good chance he's gonna get fired is it weird for me to make a weird case that i would say no i don't know like when he had a decent quarterback like ryan fitzpatrick like, they were only a game away from the playoffs. And that was, granted, they, wasn't that the year they overspent on people? I mean, you know, like, they had Revis, they had Cromartie that year. It was like two, three years ago. Uh, yeah, and they had Brandon Marshall. And who was the other receiver they had? The former Broncos receiver, right? Eric Decker? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I'm not putting it all on Todd Bulls, and I don't think he should be fired. And New York's probably going to throw like paper cups at me later. Okay, uh, right now this is the part where we're like, what coaches do you think are going to get fired? I'm going to do a wild card out here. I think Adam Gase is going to get fired this season from the Dolphins. I think he should. I mean, if I was the Dolphins, I'd, I'd be looking elsewhere. You know, this is something we see a lot. With he's a first-time head coach. And sometimes, you know, a head coach comes in early, or well, not comes in early, but they get the position as a head coach, and they're, they're they're expecting things to always work in their favor. And I think that's the biggest downfall of of most head coaches is they expect that their game plan and everything that they have in their mind is always going to work. When you think that way, if you don't think of how you're going to counteract when things don't work, then you start going downhill. That's why you, you got coaches like McDermott, Bowles, Gase, who you know, this continued to get worse. And, and I think at this point with the Dolphins, they don't just need a new head coach. They need to realize that Tannehill isn't going to be the quarterback to get you to another Super Bowl. You need to get that idea out of your head. You need a new quarterback. You need a new head coach. Like, I've always been one to believe that, you know, the longer you keep a head coach there, you know, the more – the chance that there is that they're going to succeed. I mean, Bill Cower, he was with Pittsburgh for a long time. And it took him a long time, but he finally won a Super Bowl. And that's one thing I've always liked about the Steelers, actually, is because they they don't just fire head coaches real quick. They give them time to develop and get comfortable in the system. May you know helps with the players and all that. But I just think that this situation with Adam Gase isn't going to work out. From my understanding, it looks like the players. Don't really like him that much. I mean, you look at some of the players that they've gotten rid of. Jay Ajayi, they were saying, was a problem. But 
apparently Ajayi was being told to speak his mind. He speaks his mind and he's getting benched. You know, don't tell your players to speak their mind. They speak their mind and then you throw them under the bus. You got to be a bigger man than that if you're going to be a coach in football or in NFL. It's just how it is. Wait, didn't that JHI go to the Eagles? He did. Yeah, they traded him to the Eagles, like, which I never understood the reason behind that trade. I'm not saying, no, the Eagles were smart making that trade. I just couldn't believe that the Dolphins gave him up for, like, pretty much nothing. For Gase, like, okay, so this is his third year, I believe? Third year of being a coach? I think so. Maybe fourth? I don't know. I think it's third. He did go to the playoffs that one year. Speaking of that, did Tannehill get hurt that year, too? I feel like Tannehill gets hurt every year. I don't think there's a year he's played that he hasn't gotten hurt. I mean, I don't hate the guy at all. I got nothing against Daniel. I'm sure he's a good guy. He He's a decent quarterback, but dude, like, he, he's not a franchise quarterback. And we'll get to a alleged franchise quarterback that failed miserably in a minute. But yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, seriously, for Tannehill, like, didn't they give him a big contract? I think they did. Actually, let, uh, let me look at this contract. I don't know what they were thinking with, with Tannehill. Trust me, there's another team we're going to talk about in a little bit. It looks like they did restructure his contract to save $11 million, but looks like he might have had a pretty big contract. Yeah, he had a four-year, $70 million, $77 million contract. Dear Lord. And the guy literally didn't even show up for work last year. I mean, great, he had a big injury, but still, Wow. You know, speaking of that, so the Bills coach, McDermott, I think his job is safe this year. I'm not even worried about it, like, for real. The guy did get them the first playoff game, and the other thing, too, it's like, dude, they had a lot of hurt players. There was a lot of injuries with the Bills. Yeah, it's just, the only thing I questioned with that team was, I don't know if it was front office, like the GM or something. I never understood the AJ McCarron trade. And I talked about that earlier in previous shows. But other than that, no, I'm, the team wants to win. It's clear. And they did say it's a rebuild. It's not like this gave up trying. This wasn't like the Cleveland Browns last year. And it isn't like, you know, it's not like the New York Giants for the last two years. So, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that one? Oh, I mean, McDermott just reminds me of a lot of, a lot of Todd Bowles. I don't see him as being the kind of head coach that's going to really get you to playoffs and, and, and win you a Super Bowl. And I think that's the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl or at least have an extended success. I mean, if you're not going to win the Super Bowl, you know, I want to see you, you know, fighting for a spot in the playoffs every season. And I'm just not seeing that from him. I'm not seeing anything that, you know, might be the players they have. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I feel like the offense is what gets me. I mean, I want to see an explosive offense. You know, I'm not seeing that. I'm not, I'm not really getting that feel. I mean, you would know. You, you, you uh, watch the Bills every weekend. Yes. Um, Browns, yes. What do you think of, of their uh, offense? Well, okay, the biggest problem with it was their offense. They went through so much during the offseason. You know, Richie Incognito went literally insane again. I, I don't know what happened. I will never understand what happened. And he was like a big part of the offensive line. And there's no one there to protect the quarterback. My thing is, the only thing that might cost McDermott his job is the fact that he kept staying with Nate Peterman. Why did you do that? I mean, that, that was the most infuriating thing I saw all season. What do you think about that, man? It might not have been his choice. But he's the coach. He he yeah. decides who starts and not. 
Uh, I mean, that's what we're told to believe. So let's talk about the Mike McCarthy situation. You know, we've heard for years that they want to get rid of Mike McCarthy. They got rid of dumb capers. They got rid of the GM. Do you think Mike McCarthy's next? I don't know. I mean, you hear all the chatter that it's going to happen. You hear that the relationship between him and Aaron Rodgers is bad. I don't know. You got Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I hate saying that because I feel like he has a bad attitude, but he is very skilled. There's no doubt about that. The guy is a heck of a quarterback. So my thoughts on Mike McCarthy, he's had that extended success. He's really done a great job with the team, and they're going through this bad patch right now. I mean, he's had a lot of issues that came up. I mean, Aaron Rodgers being injured so many times. I think if he does get fired, what really sealed the deal on that one was when they got rid of Jordy Nelson. I think that right there was just, it was a big hit to the team. And I I don't think a lot of people are really looking at that. But when you have chemistry, you're a quarterback and a receiver, and you have chemistry like Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson did. And for that receiver to just be gone, just for them to get rid of him, it's not like he retired or anything. It's almost like it it hits you a little bit. It, It takes away one of you know the weapons that you count on the most and then they try to replace them with somebody else who isn't really working out how you expect it i mean you see it a lot in the nfl i mean think about it you're getting rid of your coach because he's having issues with your quarterback so you get rid of your coach and then you bring in a coach that the quarterback doesn't have any respect for well how's that going to help you it's not it's it's probably going to make things worse and then you're really going to be wasting Aaron Rodgers' career. And I think that's something you got to think about before you go ahead and fire the guy. What do you think, Alan? It's clear. No, like, the fans made up their mind, and if McCarthy is that frustrated with uh, McCarthy, it's, yeah. You know, it's kind of like the Andy Reid situation, is it not? It's not. It's not the same thing. I think it is. Are you talking about Andy Reid and the Eagles? Yes. It was time for Andy Reid to leave. He did have long-term success with the Eagles, but his main franchise quarterback, Donovan McNabb, was already off the team. He had a couple of guys there, Michael Vick and Nick Foles, who hadn't really been around that long. I mean, Vick had been in the league, but he wasn't with the Eagles that long. Well, don't forget about the legendary Kevin Colt. Don't, don't, Don't forget that. Kevin Cobb was not with the Eagles when Andy Reid was fired or left. But the the difference here is that Aaron Rodgers has been with Mike McCarthy. But he was also with Mike Sherman, too. Remember that. But he was obviously with – since Mike McCarthy was the head coach when Aaron Rodgers started. I mean, he was still the head coach. He was the head coach back when Favre was there. Yes, for the last two years, but – for about a year, I think, was that Sherman's last year when he was coaching when they got um, Aaron Rodgers? Because I think that was a, Sherman's last year, and that was the year that Ted Thompson was drafted because they offered, um, they offered, what, what the heck was his name? Yeah, they offered um, Ted Thompson. That was when Ted Thompson became like the head GM, right? Let me look. Let me look at this. Yes, look this up because I remember because I had this in-joke back in the day because I thought Craig Null was going to be the franchise quarterback for the Packers, and I was so disappointed that he wasn't. And then he went to my team in Buffalo, and I was so excited, and they never even gave him a shot. They went to J.P. Lossman. I was heartbroken. I threw a couple things on a tree a couple times about this. 
because Craig now was the greatest quarterback of all time. Well, it could have been. No, he was. No, he was. Remember, he had that three TD to zero INT ratio in that one game. It was like watching Al Bundy play during that thing that he was talking about in high school when he scored four touchdowns in one game. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, man. All right. So it looks like Aaron Rodgers was drafted the year before Mike McCarthy became the head coach in Green Bay. But that does, that that's really doesn't have to do with my point here. My point being is you have a, re- a very special veteran quarterback who wants to win another Super Bowl, and you have a coach, a head coach, who's had success. If you get rid of that head coach for another coach who has never really either been a head coach in the NFL or has never had success, things are probably going to backfire and they're going to be a lot worse than what they are right now. And let me see, Mike McCarthy's record. I mean, it's a winning record. It's- yes, of course. Um, but I'm going to give you something, too. Um, David Blatt, remember, he went to the NBA Finals with LeBron James. They got a new coach midseason. They won the NBA Finals the next year. Um, and the thing is, is I never heard a quarterback being at such odds with a head coach like this. What? what well, how bad is it exactly? I, I don't know. Dude, all you have to do is get a pro football talk. Like, it's this constant bashing. Right, let me see. But the thing is, you got to keep this in mind because you don't want – I don't want him to get fired. I don't want McCarthy to get fired. I actually wrote on my Facebook like, like weeks ago – um, until they, um, when Hugh Jackson was still head coach for some unbeknownst reason at that time, I actually said, if the Packers are stupid enough to fire Mike McCarthy, I would take him in a heartbeat for the Cleveland Browns. Because him and Baker Mayfield could be lethal. That would be awesome. The problem is, it's... The problem, it's not Mike McCarthy. Sometimes he mismanages, you know, he mismanages things. Yes, I understand that. And everybody understands that with the Packers. Am I right? Um, You know, teams do that. Andy Reid is one of the worst mismanagers of all time. You know, like, why are you taking, like, two timeouts in, like, the second half, like, in the third quarter? That's stupid. Um, but at the same time, though, like the guy really has a good offensive system. This is more on the GM and everyone's paying. Um, everyone is, you know, it's um, everyone is really reflecting on the Ted Thompson system that happened that affected Green Bay for eight years. They never signed big free agents. They never drafted enough. They, th- there were so many problems with this. You know, um, and that was kind of the thing. And that was something a lot of, you know, the fans in Green Bay and a lot of people knew. That's why everyone got so angry. This, like, I like, I swear to God, if uh, people blame Mike McCarthy for all this and that's why he's fired, that's BS. No, it was Ted Thompson's stubbornness for not going after free agents. Like, I'm not saying that you need to go after, like, you know, you have to be like Washington and sign every high-profile free agent that you can possibly get, or like Minnesota and 
overpaying Kirk Cousins. But um, the problem is, is, you know, you literally like, uh, you know, like you have these players and you expect uh, McCarthy to develop them. And then like, it's, you know, what if the player doesn't work? Okay, great. You just wasted two, three years of development when you could have had a free agent that was already developed and a win now. So that's kind of what I think is going on. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I just, my, my thoughts are, I just want to see what happens. All right. Um, but I, I do want to mention if, if I was to throw a name in for the next head coach, um, I'd say John Harbaugh. Depending on what happens there. And, uh, oh no, I, I think John Harbaugh's a foregone co- conclusion that he's going to be gone. Um. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't think he should be. It's not really his fault. They like. You know, the front office, again, gave Joe Flacco all that money. They knew what Joe Flacco was. They knew what he was. He wasn't Joe, – was Joe Flacco ever very good? He was a mid-tier quarterback at best. Uh, I, I felt like he was slightly above average. I never saw him as an elite quarterback. Um, he had a big arm. Um, and he had some good games, but – I would never put him in with the elite quarterbacks. Like I don't view him as you know a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I mean, was he good enough to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Was he good enough to beat the Packers or not the Packers, the Patriots and the um, in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, but you know, Nick Foles also beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And uh, he's a backup. So what does that tell you? All right. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. The reason the Eagles won the Super Bowl was they had so much great talent around the quarterback position. (laughs) That's the thing. I mean, that's true. But Nick Foles also played a heck of a game, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. A a first overall quarterback who is starting to turn his career around a little bit with a new head coach who um, I'm not really surprised about. Um, their season didn't start off quite how they wanted it to, but they're looking pretty good now. If you look at uh, Andrew Luck and the Colts and what Frank Reich's been able to do with them, uh, I think it's looking pretty good. I mean, have you looked at his stats lately? They'll be the best 8-8 eight and eight team I've ever seen. What are they right now? I think they have a winning record right now, don't they? Do they? I, are these six and five? No freaking way. I'm going to like lose my mind about that. I'm looking it up. I wish I really cared, but, but you know, my wife is from there. Pretty sure they're on a Oh my God. They are at six and five. They are better than the Browns. I am so upset about this right now. Yeah. Pretty sure they're on a winning streak right now, actually. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just so thankful my wife hates Colts. But anyways, she's all in on the Browns, hopefully. I'm going to try to convince her someday. But, uh, but yeah, like, um, no, like, you're right. Andrew Black really did resurrect himself, and it's really crazy how he did it. 
Like, I thought, like, oh, he's going to have that rusty year because, you know, he took the entire year off. The entire year, last year off, and then he came back, and he's he's playing pretty dominant. He's making the best of what he made. Yeah, and Frank Reich, yeah, you're right. I Actually, I deserve, I do agree with you. He deserves Coach of the Year. But no, I don't, and I will explain why. The Browns have this interim coach oh, named Frank <laughs> And not only that, he is the greatest coach in the history of Cleveland right now. He is awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you seen how their defense is and how everything is? Dude, they completely destroyed the Bengals. It was absolutely amazing. Do you remember Dan Campbell took over for the Dolphins as interim head coach and his first couple of games – he, like, was killing it. Everybody's like, oh, my God, like, this guy, man, like, I want him as the head coach next year. He looks awesome. And then the, I think it was, like, the rest of the season, they just looked like bums. All I'm saying is I would hold off on that until you see how the rest of the season plays out. Greg Williams should probably stick to being a defensive coordinator. And I don't know if he'll be able to stay with Cleveland and do that. It would be good for them if they if he could, but I don't know if he's ready to be a head coach yet because there's a lot of moving pieces there. He that was a head coach before. And what happened to that? I don't want to talk about it. He was the coach of the Buffalo No, no, no. What? I don't want to talk about it. No, go ahead. Let's talk about it. No, let's not talk about it. Why not? So you remember when he was the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Well, he was young then, and he had a listening record, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Uh, three and thirteen. Hey, you know what? They got to win then too. You know what? I personally blame you. You blame you blame me. Yeah, because you didn't believe. <laughs> Look, man. If Gray Williams can make the Browns into a winning football team, wait, wait, wait. Not only that, we never had a quarterback during the Greg Williams thing. Now he actually has like this amazing quarterback, like. You gotta remember what when was he coaching? Let me look that up. Hold on, I'm gonna let you know who the Bills' quarterbacks were. Okay, this is driving me nuts. Uh, oh my god! And I know every Bills' quarterback. Um, good. quarterback. So I, I can tell you what happened. Are you willing? Are you willing to jeopardize Baker Mayfield's career? He could have a really good career to see Greg Williams become their head coach. My thing is, I want to see. So, 2001, 2003, so that was before the Drew Bledsoe era, because I bought a Drew Bledsoe jersey. I was so happy about that. Oh, my God. Was it Todd Collins? No, no, no. That was after Todd Collins era. Oh, my God. Was it Rob Johnson? No, Rob Johnson. Oh, Doug Flutie, wasn't it? Well, if it was Doug Flutie, you can't be hating on that quarterback. I will. Oh, my God. You're out your mind. I won't. But it was stupid for them to bench him during the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. So you win this round. Okay. So here we go. I'm looking it up. All right. So All right. 2001, Flutie, Doug Flutie, Rob Johnson, which was a terrible quarterback. Alex Van Pelt, that guy was horrible. I think he became a quarterback coach for the Bills later on. And then he was fired. Yeah. Then you had Drew Bledsoe. Did okay. That's my boy right there. You don't you don't knock him. I buy his wine and like share it with the lady. But, but yeah, it's like so expensive. He has so, his own wine thing now. 
But but hold on now. The point was you said they didn't have a quarterback when Greg Williams was their head coach. No, Bledsoe came the year after. No, Bledsoe was their starting quarterback in 2002 and 2003. Greg Williams was their head coach from 2001 to 2003. I think this is a little bit of a conspiracy going on. My point being, look, if you remember uh, Bill Belichick used to be a head coach for the Browns. He didn't do so hot. And then he went to the Patriots. Look what he did with the Patriots. So maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe Greg Williams turns into the next Bill Belichick only in Cleveland. This is the moment. Greg Williams is totally – you know, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think Greg Williams, if he's hired for the Browns job, I think he'll be better than Bill Belichick ever was and wishes – Bill Belichick will wish everything Greg Williams could be with the Cleveland Browns. He knows what he's doing. Because think about it. You have, like, possibly the greatest quarterback prospect of all time in Baker Mayfield. I mean, I totally never said this on J360 with uh, freaking um, Johnny Manziel. I totally never overhyped him. Never happened. Really? Yeah, that is so true. I, I, I mean, I, I never, I never overhype players. That sounds like a load of. How do I put this politely? Things that bulls do or make. What is it that bulls make out of their anus? Because it sounds like a whole steaming pile of that. You've never overhyped a player. You never overhyped. Oh my gosh! You think this was bad? You just saw me during the NBA Finals. Anyways. Anyways, so why don't we do some recaps of some games? No. All right, fair enough. Look, all right, wait, wait. I don't want to recap every game. Really, anybody. I, I know, everybody wants to hear it. So, anyway, so Browns won. The they Eagles did. won. Yeah, they did too. The Browns were awesome, though, specifically because I loved Baker snubbing freaking Hugh Jackson. That was incredible. It was and it wasn't. Here's my thing with that. And, 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 Take this with a grain of salt. All right. Clearly, he was bothered by what happened. But he's young, and that showed a lot of immaturity. So did uh, – I don't know. Who, who was the player that handed Hugh Jackson the football? Uh, oh, my God. I know his name. I saw the play yesterday, and I was like I, – I rewatched it like 40 – no, not like 10 times. But uh, well, he was the former Packer, ironically. All right. Well, look, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. My, my point being is that was immature, and that can be – a sign of a problem down the line. When, when you're it's disrespecting not a problem down the line, it's not going to be. All right, look, I get their issue towards Hugh Jackson, but you got to handle that like a man. You that 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 looked like a childish thing. You know, I'm not telling you to be fake. You're playing a game. You're in a business. Hugh Jackson got fired. He went somewhere where somebody was willing to hire him, and now as a player, you're acting like a big baby because. Your head coach, you didn't even like anyway, is now on one of your division rivals. It happens. That happens with players, and it happens with coaches. But you see it a lot with players. And what is the coach supposed to snub the player that does that? You barely ever see that. Like you, you, you got to handle it like a man. And you know what? Yeah. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, ha- I have to say something. Wait. No, I'll let you fix your turn. No, I mean, I, I think that's my point. No, you need to understand. Do you understand the Hugh Jackson method? Do you understand, oh, if everything doesn't work out and blah, 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 you know, Trey, like, did you see him in Oakland? Did you see how this guy acted in Oakland? Did you see it? No. This guy threw 
everyone under the bus. And gee, okay, he was doing the same for the Browns. I can't win with them. And you know what? I was starting to buy that. It's like, I swear to God. I actually was telling, um, I was actually talking to people saying, okay, maybe Jackson needs a little sympathy, you know, like, you know, maybe. But guess what? Now we're two and one. We're winning. We're doing better on offense. And you know what's even better? Hugh Jackson threw those people under the bus for no reason, bro. Dude, I am telling you right now. He was the worst coach of all time. This guy is an idiot. He has no idea what he's doing. He's maybe an overglorified coordinator at best. To me, I think it should be blackballed from the NFL. This guy is an idiot. Just trust me on this. Well, and I was like the worst hotel worker in the history of the world. Because I didn't care. Hugh Jackson is the worst head coach in the world. I've never... Well, next to... um. Jeff Fisher, but yeah, you know, but at least Jeff Fisher won a game, right? Jeff Fisher. I, I don't know what happened to him. You know, he had that season with the Titans. They made it to the Super Bowl. And it was like, I don't know, man. It was like he was riding that all the way after that. I, I just, I don't know if he just stopped giving a crap. You know, he's coaching the Rams and it's just like the worst thing for a quarterback ever. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. But look, if, if the players have a problem with him, Throwing everybody under the bus, that's one thing. When your issue is that he went to a division rival, that's another thing. But it was clever, whatever. But they just got to think a little bit more going forward, I feel like. I feel bad for Bengals fans because this was uh, Marv uh, Lewis's, like, thing for his replacement when he retires from coaching. If I was a Bengals fan right now, which I'm not, but I would have shivers up my spine just the thought of Hugh Jackson being your coach. You know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's a good offensive coordinator. But didn't he do better the year after? I don't know. But anyways, we need to talk about another game that matters. We're going to talk about your Eagles game. Does it? Look, lifelong Eagles fan. Thing is, I'm not going to lie to you. The second half of that game is probably the most life and energy I've actually seen the Eagles play with all season long. Now, that being said, there was a little bit that bothered me about that, too, because Pat Shermer could have easily gone to Barkley more in the second half, which he didn't, which is a little puzzling. And as an Eagles fan, it's hard to really be excited about that, because if he would have, then at least we would have known what would have happened if they were actually coming out as full strength instead of whatever the heck they were doing. But but that being said, they did show a lot more life than they have all season. It was the first time the, you know, the offense seemed like they were clicking and makeshift defense somehow managed to pull out a win. I mean, their whole uh, defensive secondary is backups, third stringers, fourth stringers, people they brought off the street. They need some players to come back. They need players to come back bad, and they don't just need them to come back. They need them to come back and play at an all-star level, and that's a lot to ask. So as nice as the thought of them getting back to the playoffs would be, got to wait for everything to play out on that. So that game was a must-win, and they won it. You know, good for them, but I'd like to see more. What are your thoughts on that game? Uh, my thoughts on the game, I did actually watch this game. Here's my thing, right? I remember every Eagles fan that I met, I have met over the years, everybody like panics when the Eagles are losing. This is a year, I knew they were going to have a down year. We all knew this. We all saw this coming. 
Because they were going to have a down year after the Super Bowl, and then the injuries happened. Well, with the injuries, it was like, yeah, you're just going to have an unlucky year. It happens. Like, you know, the Patriots had to happen. You know, a lot of things happen. Remember, Tom Brady had that Super Bowl year, and then, like, he broke his leg. You know, things happen. You know, injuries, it's horrible. And you lost your lead running back. You let um, Blount go to the Lions, and I, isn't he injured already? I, I, I don't know. I just figured he was because he... I, I never hear about him anymore. I don't watch Lions games because I like to think I have a life. No, I can't watch every game ever. Anyways, the Eagles are just having an off year. You know, you never know. They could bounce back. You never know. And they are kind of bouncing back. They're trying to get it together. Speaking of that, like the Eagles are trying to get together. And you never know. Like these next five games, they could get it together and get into the playoffs. I mean, seriously, I believe more in the Eagles than I do the Dallas Cowboys. I, I do too, but... I believe more in the Dallas Cowboys schedule and the fact that they have less injured players. I don't believe in Captain Shutdown, though. Jason Campbell 2.0, a.k.a. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott actually hasn't been looking too bad the last few games. Yeah, because he throws for eight-yard passes. He doesn't do the long bombs or anything because he won't do it. You know he won't do it. He's too scared. Like, I know what he's doing. He is so Jason Campbell 2.0 or Trent Edwards 2.0. I know what he's doing. Like, and eventually defenses are going to catch on to it. And they caught on to it last year. And they'll catch up on to it this year. We all know what's going to happen. So their only option is Ezekiel Elliott. And you know what's going to happen? Eventually they'll figure that out too. Like, seriously. You could have like a suit. Like, they'll probably, like, every NFL team, I think, will just hire a sumo wrestler. Like, to freaking tackle the guy. With sumo wrestling skills. That would be awesome. I'd actually pay to see that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess. Let's talk about the wrestling game. You know, and, and the reason is because you can't make that judgment off of the Giants game. You can barely make it off of the Redskins game. But the Redskins are a better team than the Giants. And after the Redskins, I'm thinking about who they have. The Eagles have the Texans and the Rams. They still have to play at the end of the season. So both of those teams are going to be hard. Dallas... You should be able to beat them. Should be able to beat the Redskins twice. So I'll let you know after the game against the Redskins. Depends on how they're playing in that game. You know, I know I was uh, knocking Colt McCoy before our show, but he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, the guy can scramble, right? I don't know. I always liked McCoy, so I'm going to... I don't know. I saw him play as a Browns fan, but the roster really wasn't there. But no, this the weak arm is kind of the problem. And it, he's kind of like a Russell Wilson Except no team built. Uh, imagine Russell Wilson going to a team that's not built around Russell Wilson. And a coach that has no idea what he's doing with that. I think McCoy will get it together, but I just don't think it's good enough for a playoff season. Because if they really believed in Colt McCoy, when they when Kirk Cousins left, why wasn't Colt McCoy the starter? You know? That's honestly how I felt about it. Instead, traded up for Alex Smith. Which, he's a good quarterback, but he's the best game manager I've ever seen. So, so I think that entire division is completely open for any team. I don't know. I just think the Cowboys will choke again. I don't see anything in Dak Prescott. I don't see it. They don't have the receivers to make it work. Well, no, now they do. Wait, I take that back. You know what? I take it back. Cowboys will make the playoffs because they have Amari Cooper and they're making Amari Cooper finally work. I'm sorry. I know I betrayed you, but yeah. I keep forgetting that Amari Cooper is the only reason why the Cowboys are relevant right now, or else they would be like 
what? They would probably be like, right now, they would be like five and six if it wasn't for Amari Cooper. I do not know what the Raiders are doing with that. Like, I don't know why they're trading off their best pieces. They'd be like Walmart. Hey, you know, here's our top brands. I'm just going to like sell them off, but we're going to make tons of profit, right? No, it's not what you do. Anyways, so that's the end of our recap. Did you want to talk about any more? Wait, actually, no, there is one. There is one. So the Bills went to Jacksonville and dominated. Well, it wasn't a domination. It was actually a very close game. And they only won based on the fact that their star player was ejected from the game, Leonard Fournette. And I was so excited about this game. I looked forward to it all week because, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I was so excited about this game because it was revenge for the playoff game, which was the worst game ever. And by the way, when you bring somebody to watch football and you saw that playoff game, which was like one of the most boring games in the history of TV. And it's like, I felt both teams didn't belong and then Jacksonville just randomly destroys the Steelers, which is why I hate the Steelers. Anyways, so this happens. So the Bills win because there was like a fist fight and all this stuff going on and all this stuff happens. So Doug Marone who was a coach of the Bills. It was a freaking quitter, and I hate him, and I will always hate him. I will never, ever like the Jaguar, as long as Doug Marone is head coach. Like, um, here's the thing. So this happens. Blake Bortles sucks. They fire the offensive coordinator. Then they bench Blake Bortles for a Browns former quarterback and Cody Kessler, because that was the better option. That makes perfect sense. Do tell. Well, I mean... The season's over. It's done with. You've seen how Blake Bortles has played. I mean, they're not making it to the playoffs. You might as well see what you got in Kessler to see if you even want to bother keeping him around next season as your backup or starter. You know, he could be their starter while they raise a rookie, you know. Um, So it could be one of those situations where they're trying to figure out where they want to, you know, move things. Do they want to get rid of Bortles? Have Kessler as their starter, bring in a rookie, or um, see how he plays for the rest of the season. Because right now, when your season's gone, you might as well see what you have on your roster. Dude, aren't they like three and eight now, or two and eight? I think they're three and seven. They're three and seven. You're right. They're three and eight. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, their season's done with. I would be starting Cody Kessler too. I I probably. But uh, what do you do with this contract with like Bortles? You know, he just signed a like three years, sixty-four million dollar contract, didn't he? Well, maybe there was some verbiage in there that can save him some money. Well, wait, wait. Why do I care about the Jaguars? They screwed over the Bills. Anyways, we got to do picks. Wow, we're on week 13? Yes, we are. Oh, wait. Before we get into the picks, I did want to say one one other thing. How crazy is it that Josh Allen was the Bills' leading rusher this, this week? I, uh, I don't know if Deshaun McCoy has been 100%. And did Ivory get injured? I did not see him on the field. I don't know. Josh Allen knows how to run, so it, it makes sense. I oh. mean, you, you know, Michael Vick, like, remember, there was work done on the Falcons, but nobody cared about him. Michael Vick was the rusher, remember? So it happens. Yeah, it does happen. Yes. Yeah, so, so our Thursday night game for week 13 is the Saints going to the Cowboys. 
You know what? I'm gonna be honest here. I kind of like the cow. No, I, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm gonna pick the Saints on this game. I don't think the Cowboys defense is great as it used to be, so I'm gonna pick the Saints this game. I'm picking Saints uh, because they should win. There should be no reason, absolutely no reason, why the Cowboys win this game. <laughs> and if the Cowboys win this game, then it it just seems like maybe the Saints threw it. That's it. The Saints are too good. The Cowboys are not up to their standards. There's no way the Cowboys should win this. If they do, then there's something more going on there. Just saying. Maybe a little spitefulness for the Saints from last season still. Not, I don't know. But I'm picking the Saints. All right. Yeah, obviously the Saints are going to win. Okay, so we got, like, the Ravens traveling to the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons are dead. I'm sorry, that's a dead bird right there. And, you know, as a bird on Facebook, I know about this. I'm going to pick the Ravens all the way in the Battle of the Birds. Yeah, I think the Ravens are... You know what? No, I take that back. I'm going to I'm gonna take the Falcons this game because this is a trap game. And I think the Falcons are going to win this game. What do you think? I'm taking Ravens. You know, I think it was the Falcons lost last week. And I no, the Falcons played New Orleans, so that would make sense. Yeah. It's been the week before. Last time I picked the Falcons, I feel like they really let me down. Uh, I'm going with the Ravens. I just think they had the better chance of winning this. All right. Then we have the Carolina Panthers going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm just picking the Panthers automatically. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Panthers too. I don't even know what to make of the Bucks. I mean, they beat, they beat the Saints. They beat the Eagles. They beat some other teams, but... You know, their quarterbacks are like, like one week they want to play like their lights out. The next week it's like they're, you know, constipated trying to take a dump the whole game. I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> terrible. So, Panthers. Oh, boy. This is probably the mismatch game in the way. Chicago Bears going to the Giants. I'm picking the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears, too. The Bears are just playing lights out right now. And, um, God darn it. Dude, like, seriously. Remember, like, when I was bashing the crap out of that Bears starting quarterback and then he turns out to be great? I, I freaking hate that. I do remember that because I think I had said that I felt like he was going to be a good quarterback. And you kept telling me how wrong I was. I know. I bashed you for, like, three weeks about it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and he turned out to be a very good quarterback. So I'm going to shut my mouth about that one. <laughs> We're going to go to the Bills versus the Dolphins. Is Tannehill playing? Yes or no? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it matters either way. I think at this point. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Bills too. And I was going to pick the Bills anyways because, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not biased. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, the Bills are going to win. All right, so. We, then we had the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh my god, I hate to say this because I, oh my gosh, my, someone is gonna have a field day with this. I'm gonna pick the Colts on this game. Uh, I'm picking the Colts too, but why would somebody have a field day on that? Is this someone that I know from Indiana that I've mentioned on here numerous times, and I hate this state? Anyways, let's move on. We got the Browns. My team versus the Texans. You know I'm picking the Browns. I'm picking the Texans. I hate you. I got to go with the team that I know is going to win, man. They Why got- are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I must have been dropped. Oh, I was dropped on my head as a baby. Um, so was I, but you, you well, make things not as fun as they should be in these NFL picks. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so you <laughs> decide on that one. Why right? would that be fun? I, I feel like if I pick the same team as you do every time, I know. It's more boring. But in this case, 
I hope that your Browns win. Don't get me wrong, but I believe. I know, but they are going to win. It's it's pretty much guaranteed because I predicted it. All right, we'll see. Even though last year I was like off on almost every game, but whatever. We got the Broncos going to the Bengals. Yeah, you know what? Andy Dalton's on IR. The Broncos are going to win this game easily. Oh, and you were wrong on every Browns game last year because they lost every single game last year. I hate you. Putting that out there. And we're, we're on the Broncos game? Yeah, it's... Do you, I didn't think a cheap shot at me when I already announced the other game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to do that. You tried to move on too quick. You tried you try to get away from that. But Hugh Jackson's not the coach anymore. You should be happy. They won some games. I am happy, but still, you took a cheap shot at me. Yeah, I had to. I had to do that. All right. You're lucky that we're friends. Uh, all right. Uh, For now. Okay, so you're picking um, So you're picking the Broncos as well. No, I'm taking Cincinnati. All right. But you're taking the Bengals with the backup quarterback over the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, um, just because I don't know what to make of the Broncos right now. They're really hit and miss this season, too. And Dude, they I don't feel- even have Andy Dalton anymore and A.J. Green. Well, I knew about Andy Dalton. I didn't know about A.J. Green. Uh, okay. You can change your pick right now. You have five seconds. Five, four, three. I already picked them. I already picked them. I'm not going to change it. Okay. Then we got the Rams going to the Lions. Well, I mean – Come on. I mean, clearly. We know. The Lions. I mean, no, I'm definitely going with the Rams on this. I don't think anybody would pick the Lions on this one. The Lions are done. I'm picking the Rams on that one. Oh, boy. You know what? This game actually intrigues me. We got the Arizona Cardinals with the Green Bay Packers. Both teams underperforming, but I'm still picking the Packers as much as I hate them. Um, I got to go with the Packers, too. Um, I'm thinking... Why wouldn't you? The Cardinals, on the other hand, sometimes they can come out and surprise you. So maybe, maybe they come out and surprise us. Maybe that should have been my trap game of the week. Because if the Cardinals won that game, Packers playoffs are done. Uh, no, I'm still going to pick the Packers. No, they're going to wait till week 15 to like give the uh, Wisconsin fans hopes. That's why I'm a Browns fan. Because I already know by week seven, our season's over. Okay. So we have the Chiefs going to the Raiders. Now, this would be an easy trap game, right? It, where the Chiefs would lose. But the problem is, is that the Raiders made it so obvious that they're tanking. I'm going to pick the Chiefs easily. I'm picking the Chiefs. Too. I mean, my God. If, if the Chiefs do not win this game, I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl at all. Yeah, they they should be able to win this one. And then we have the Chats versing the Titans, like the New York Jets versus the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are going to win this game. The Jets clearly, the Jets players at least, they, they gave up. I don't even think Josh McCown gives a crap. You're probably right. You got to go with the Titans. Yes. And then we got the 49ers dropping the Seahawks. The Seahawks want more. I think the Seahawks are going to win this game easily. I don't even... I keep forgetting. Is it Mullins, the starting quarterback? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it's it's Mullins. He had, what, one good game his first start. I knew it was going to be one of those where it came out and looked really good and all the fans are going to get hyped and be like, oh, yeah, we got our quarterback for the rest of the season. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't get your hopes up. The season died when Garoppolo got injured. So Yeah. 
Which, by the way, good luck, guys, because that guy gets injured a lot. Okay, and then um, we have the Minnesota Vikings traveling the pit. This game intrigues me. I could see the Vikings winning this one. Um, I'm going to pick the Patriots. Picking the Vikings on this one. I, I just think this is going to be, like, an upset. But, of course, Brady is a better quarterback than Cousins. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. Brady has not really had a really great season this year. I, I'm, I'm I'm sticking with my pick. What about you? I'm definitely sticking with the Patriots. And, and, you know, I think it's funny when people talk about how Brady's not having a great season because he's still having a better season than most of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. Like 20 other quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah. Let me see. He's, not, stats. he's not having an MVP season, though. No, but, I mean, the guy's got 3,000. 31 yards passing, 19 touchdowns, and only seven interceptions. Wait, yes, 3,000 yards already, and we're not even, like, we just got over halfway through the season? Yeah. I Can mean, I change my pick now? No, no, I'm still picking the Vikings on this game. And then we got we got the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, and they're versing the Steelers, and I'm picking the Chargers on this game. You know what? This is a tough one for me to pick. I mean, the Chargers... They've been pretty good. They've been pretty solid. They're actually only one game out of first place in that division. And the Steelers, if I don't know, Steelers are tough because they've they they've done pretty good too. And they're usually pretty good at like piling up them wins. But um, this is going to be a good game. This is this is a Monday night or a Sunday night. It's Sunday night, Kimbra. All right. So I am definitely picking the Chargers. All right. We yeah. agree with that one. Even though they're playing in Pittsburgh and the Chargers have to come all the way across the country and, believe it or not, your sleep pattern or, well, the jet lag does affect you because of the time zones and everything. So, oh, I know. When I drive home from work from 10 minutes, I have so much jet lag. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why, but I'm taking the Chargers on this one just because. It's- I just don't think the Steelers are really as good as, like, everyone thinks they are. I don't think they are. And it, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of, like, of a skateboard that's, like, it holds together. Like, a Walmart skateboard, it holds together. And then, like, the second, like, someone does a one move on the skateboard, it just cracks. And I'm I'm feeling like the Steelers are like that with the Le'Veon Bell thing and the Antonio Brown situation. I could see that happening. Okay, and then we got the Monday Night Football game, which is, I'm going to let you cover this. This is your team. We got the Redskins driving the Eagles. Go. This one, for me, I want to believe that the Eagles will win this. But I have to look and see if any of their secondary secondaries coming back this week. Because if they're still playing with a makeshift secondary, it's going to be really hard for them. Believe it or not, I think Colt McCoy could pick them apart. That being said, they ended the game against the sorry against the Giants with the most energy I've seen all season. The offense finally looked like it started to click. So I'm going to pick the Eagles on this one. You know what? I'm picking the Redskins because I think Colt McCoy, because he's a former Brown and he has the powers to overlift that team. No, for real. I just think um, the Redskins, actually, the roster is a lot healthier than the Eagles, and I think they will get the job done. You know, that's fair. I think the only thing that swayed me on that was the fact that I'm an Eagles fan. If I were an Eagles fan, I probably would have picked the Redskins too. Yeah, you know, because you're not talking to a biased NFL fan. 
even though I picked both my teams. I'm not biased. I picked the Saints over the Eagles, and I was right. I got crushed by the Saints. It's just this game could go either way. It could. And I'm very intrigued by it. I'm actually going to watch this game. Um, the thing is, it's like um, I don't think Colt McCoy is as bad as I hyped it in before. As long as he does not become interception happy and gets frustrated, he could take care of business. But the Eagles did get that big win over the Panthers, which the Panthers were very game on that game. So we got to, we, you know, it, it's an interesting game. You got to see what happens. You know, you never know. Yeah, shoot. Well, Jordan Hicks is out, which is terrible. Um, Jalen Mills is questionable. Sidney Jones is questionable. Avante Maddox is questionable. And Darren Sproles is questionable. I thought Darren Sproles was on IR again. No, he's not. They took him off IR, and then he pulled his hamstring. Uh, I mean, this is probably going to be his last season. It should uh, be his last season, dude. Like, has he done anything for the Eagles in like two years? Uh, no, because he's been injured. <laughs> yeah, it's time to hang it up, dude. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I, I don't like Jalen Mills anyway, but I think he's an upgrade over what they have out there right now. So, him being injured is you know, Sidney Jones hasn't proved to be anything. Why don't they get that former fat Packer running back? What, to play cornerback? No, for running back. Like, you guys are literally lacking the running game. What the hell no, is No, man, you ain't even paying attention. The Eagles have a running back. His name no, they is don't. Josh Stop Adams. lying. Huh? Stop lying. His name's Josh Adams. Look him up. No, he's not that good. Yeah, he is. I don't think he is. They're, they're finally starting to give him the ball. Look, look him up. Okay, what's his name? Josh Adams. I was about to make a case for – what was his name to the former Packer one that he went to the Seahawks and they had provisions on his weight loss? What was his name? Oh, my God. I forgot what his name was. All right. Let me see it. Oh, actually, yeah. He, yeah, okay. Okay, he won. All right, he won. Dang it. All right, so I guess that's the end of our show. All right. You have a great night, everybody. 